BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Top slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another and one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars hitting the Marriott Center floor for a Thanksgiving Eve matchup with the Rice Owls. Now, BYU sits currently at 4-1 after going 3-0 last week. The Cougars' most recent win came this past Saturday, a 91-60 victory over Alabama A&M. It was another complete game for BYU, getting double-figure scoring from TJ Haas, Yoli Childs, who, by the way, picked up his fifth double-double in five games, and Zach Selyus, who made five of his eight three-point shots. Now, the Cougars will be playing two games this week, obviously beginning tonight against Rice. BYU you will then host Houston on Saturday. And speaking of that game on Saturday, just like we did this past weekend with a basketball and a football doubleheader, we will go immediately from BYU versus Houston basketball postgame coverage right into BYU football pregame as the Cougars face Utah in Salt Lake City. That's just a little programming note for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network back-to-back Saturdays, 12 hours plus of BYU Athletics action. All right, back to tonight's opponent. The Rice Owls, they come into tonight's game with a record of 3-2, and two, and Rice is a good shooting team, and like BYU, the Owls are averaging 80 points per game. Aiko Adams is a nice point guard. He's leading Rice in scoring with about 15 points a game. This will definitely be a good test for both teams tonight. Zach Selyus for BYU's had a really nice start to the year. Zach is shooting over 40% from both the field and from three. As I mentioned a second ago, he hit five threes last Saturday against the Bulldogs. I talked with Zach after practice yesterday. Take a listen. Is this week or weeks like this where you have a holiday in between games? Does this change anything for you guys? Is it a fun week because you have a little bit of a break? Or how do you guys look at weeks like this? It's nothing different. No, it's just a normal week. The only thing different is that there's no school. That's the only difference on this week. You know, we go, we look for the next game where you plan for it, we prepare, and we try to do the best we can to be able to go into that game and play the best we can. And then after that game, then we go on to the next game. You know, holiday is just a holiday. You know, when a day comes, yeah, you can celebrate and everything, but when it's for the game, we kind of just focus on that game and not really worry about what else is out there. By the way, do you allow yourself to eat as much as you want on Thanksgiving, or are you still, you know, watching what you're eating? Oh, you still gotta, you gotta <laughs> be able to be smart. You know, you can't go overboard. That's after basketball. Then, then you can start going back to that. But then you can jump right back yeah. into it. Yeah. From a team perspective, how do you feel like the team is playing right now, heading into this week? I feel like we're playing really well. You know, we started off as a good team, and then each game we just got better and better. And now we just have this flow. And even in practice, you can see it. You know, our flow is just going. Everyone's playing together, playing as a team, playing hard. And everyone kind of knows each other. And we have that kind of chemistry that each game we're gonna, we know that we're going to get better and better. You've been really efficient to start the year shooting the ball well, coming off a, a game where you hit five of eight threes. How are you feeling? I, f- I feel great. You know, there's so much confidence going through our team right now, and it's going to each and every player, even down to the last person on the bench. You know, everyone is getting confidence, and then we're having confidence in each other. And so this coaching staff is really helping and 
really bringing this culture together and really bringing this you know, BYU basketball together. Everyone wants to talk about the, the three-point shooting and how it needs to improve, but I don't get the sense in talking to you guys that you guys are pressing about it. The shots seem to be there. Right now, maybe they're not falling team-wide, but I don't get the sense that there's any panic at all about this. No, because we know that we can hit it. Like We all have trust in each other. We know that TJ and Jasheer and Connor, and we know we can all hit that shot. We're just waiting until that one shot falls, and then it's gonna it's over from there. You know, we're able to hit it, and it'll be more consistent. We just need, you know, we're just kind of getting our feet under us, trying to get you know that flow, like I said, you know. And once we get that, then it's gonna be uh, going from there. And you mentioned confidence throughout the team. How much does this scheme and the up tempo and just getting everybody involved, how much does that play into that confidence? We have to, when we get it up and we're earlying it up, you know, that's, that's when you play your game. You know, that's when someone has a transition and, you know, you're going back to you have the ball in your hands and you got to make a play, whether it's for yourself or for your teammate, you know, to be able to get into the offense. You, know, you just got to be confident that every single one of the guys on the court at that time is going to make a play for someone else and for the team and so that confidence is being put out so that we can do that stuff and we can be able to play as a team all right so i want to ask you a question about your hair you've had the buzz cut for a while the reason i'm asking you this question is because before the season even started we were talking with yoli and luke (laughs) somehow your hair got brought up and they said oh there's a story there but we can't be the ones that tell it is there a story behind the buzz cut or were they just pulling our leg there's no story behind the buzz cut. I just I had the long hair. It was getting in my face, and you know, getting married, your wife kind of tells you, you know, maybe you should need to look look a little more professional. And so that's when went back to the buzz cut. I was wondering if that may be the case. If they were just pulling our leg a little bit. Speaking of marriage, how is married life for you? It's great. You know, it's awesome to be married, to be able to you know be with my wife and. To have that extra family, you know, it's, it's awesome. Zach, great stuff. Appreciate the time, and uh, good luck against Rice. Hey, thank you. Zach Sellius has, uh, has had a nice start to the year. As I mentioned, really efficient. This is a guy that, uh, that we know how good he can shoot, and uh, to see him uh, shooting the ball well to start the season, that's certainly a good sign for BYU basketball. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with you. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. BYU and Rice tonight at the Marriott Center. We'll have the game for you here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tip-off coming your way in just about 50 minutes. Let's now head to the Marriott Center. Join Mark Durant. It's time for our courtside conversation. Good Thanksgiving Eve to you, Mark. Yes, I can't wait for the Santa Turkey to come to my house tonight and bring me lots of food for tomorrow. So what is the go-to? I mean, it's all good, let's be honest. But what's the one that you you focus in on the most on Thanksgiving Day? Well, mashed potatoes, man. Mashed mm-hmm. potatoes and gravy. That's, that's uh, I mean, every meal for me. If I could have it, <laughs> I'd have it. That's, 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 the, that's the staple. And then, of course, you know, the, the turkey. And I, I don't get all the frou-frou stuff. I just want my plate, I want it to be kind of brown. I want turkey and yes. gravy and mashed potatoes and gravy. 
and maybe some corn or something yeah. or some peas. Other than that, I, you know, don't fill up with all the other junk. Yeah. See, no, no cranberry sauce. I don't. I don't want any yams. I don't need the sweet potatoes. Maybe some fruit salad, a little whip, something like that. But. You know, obviously no romaine lettuce this year. Yes. We've had this discussion (laughs) over the years. You and I, in terms of our eating habits and our likes and dislikes, very, very similar. You and I could always share a meal. I thought that was the case until the time we went to (laughs) to Texas Roadhouse and one Jason Shepard got a salad. I got the chicken critters salad. Salad. It was delicious, and I still get it to this day. Let us digress. What are the challenges, if any, with games during a week like this when you've got games and right smack dab in the middle of it, you got a holiday? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like you're playing uh, Duke like in Zago. It's a game you're just going to be really up for. And, and so, it, I mean, to me, it's all about getting ready yourself. I mean, there's, uh, it's an interesting thing for me in sports is, you know, a lot of times teams come out and they say, well, we weren't ready to play. And, uh, you know, they came out, they had more energy than us. Well, how, how does that happen? I mean, you play, you practice your whole life to get to this moment, and there's only 30-something games a year, and, and you're probably not going to play the next level. So this is like the culmination, and you're not ready to go every night. I mean, and, and a lot of people blame the coaches. Well, the coaches need to get their team ready to go. And, well, that, that, that's true, but... Man, as a player, I, I, you just have to find somewhere within you to be consistent, energy, ready to go every single game. And and so the really good teams do that. They take care of – I was talk, taking care of business. They go out, no matter who it is, and perform at a high level and take care of business. So that's what I expect from teams. And I don't care if it's Christmas Eve or New Year's Day or where, whatever the holiday is, this is a great chance to play college basketball. This is what you've worked for. Get ready to go and go out and give it a great effort. And I expect if I see that today that BYU is going to win this game. But Rice is a little bit better than uh, the competition they saw last week. So they, they have to they have to be ready to go because, uh, you know, Rice is a team that could, could win here. If they shoot the ball well from the three-point line. And, uh, you know, so just get ready to go. I don't care what day it is. Be ready to play basketball. We know what T.J. Haas is capable of from a, a scoring perspective but he leads BYU in assists in all five games he's been the Cougars assist leader five assists per game he's done a really nice job of facilitating getting his teammates involved I think I actually think TJ's been playing great he's playing with a you talk about a guy getting ready to go a lot of energy he's hopping around he's in I think he loves the kind of the the quicker style getting in transition uh getting quick shots And, and and I think overall his game has been terrific now what I'd like to see is a little bit more consistency on his shot. And offensively, in the Nevada game, he struggled. In other games, he's kind of been hit and miss. But uh, when he's been good, BYU really can roll. And uh, I'm actually pretty pleased with uh, TJ so far. I just would like to see a little bit more consistency. I think this style of play, like I said, really flatters his game and is what he's used to playing. And I think he feels more comfortable out there. And he's doing he's doing a lot of things, you know. We, we focus so much on the scoring, but being a guy that gets assists and then BYU's rebounding really well as a team, he's part of that, and he's playing really good defense, and he's and the team's playing good defense. So, obviously, I want a guy, and, and it's important for TJ to score consistently. He's doing a lot to help this team right now. 
another guy who's been playing really well to start the year is Yoli Child. That shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. A double-double in every game. He leads the nation in that category, as well as total rebounds. Uh, where do you think his game has taken the next step from what he did last year to how he has begun the season this year? Well, I think confidence-wise, he's. I think he realizes who he is and how good he is. I mean, I, I watched some of that Gonzaga game and Duke game, and there's some really impressive players. A lot of them are going to play in the NBA, and and I think Yoli can play with with any of them. And uh, and obviously, he wants to improve his range. We talk about that, and I think he has. I think he's worked hard at it. He struggled to begin the season, but I think he's kind of feeling his shot a little bit more now. And the, the thing about uh, Yoli is there's nothing he can't do. If you give him that three-point shot, then that, that completes his game, uh, whether it's face up, back to the basket, fadeaway jumper, turnaround baseline jumper, step through, jump hook, whatever it is, he's got all the tools which makes him extremely dangerous. And, and if he can if he can then step back and hit that three-pointer consistently, I mean, look out. And the only, the only thing Yoli has uh, that's a problem is he's a little undersized in the paint, but he's got the long arms and he can really jump. But other than that, he's got all the all the skills that you would want in an NBA type player, and and uh, it, it, BYU's lucky to have him. I mean, he, he's a guy that decided to stay. Uh, we'll see if he stays another year, but he stayed this year. And I'd hate to think where BYU would be as a team without Yoli Childs on the floor. Mark Durant joining me from the Marriott Center side of tonight's BYU versus Rice basketball game. And you mentioned this a second ago. Rice is a good team. They can score. They can shoot. They're averaging 80 points per game, just like BYU. What do you make of this Owls team? Well, I mean, uh, they they beat Northwestern State pretty good, which you'd expect, and they kind of they lost at Houston. Uh, I mean, they they kind of lost the games you'd think they would, and won the games you think they would. Kind of like BYU so far. But the thing is, they've got a really nice guard line, and and you got one guy. Uh, Adams, he shoots uh, 47% from the three. Martin shoots 63% from the three, and it's still kind of early, but, I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about. If BYU was doing that, that would really that would really be something, and these guys are shooting, you know, 20 percentage points higher than some of the BYU guys. So that, that, that's obviously a concern. And a team like Rice, in order to come on the road in the Merritt Center to win a game, they're going to have to beat you from the three-point line, and this is actually a team, unlike some of the others, that, can really shoot the three yeah. so that, that's a that's a red flag so obviously you got to extend that d and deny the three and BYU's done a pretty good job defensively from the three-point line but that that'll be the key you're going to ask me what the key is that's the key is to, to make sure those very good shooters on the guard line for rice have a subpar night and if they do that they're going to have a really hard time beating byu here hey mark's keys to the game uh, brought to you <laughs> by ken garf honda nissan and volkswagen and orm they proudly present our keys to the game you touched on this a second ago, and I, I, I totally agree with you. Tonight against Rice, Saturday against Houston, th- this is not facing the teams that you faced last week. And no disrespect to any of those teams, but these two teams you will face this week are much better overall teams. They will provide a much different and tougher challenge for BYU. With all of that said, how would you evaluate where BYU is after five games right now? I like a lot of the things I'm seeing, uh, particularly you know, I'm a defensive guy, so I, I really like the defense, which I, I was concerned about. You know, he's Schroyer, brought a certain mentality, mentality and toughness on defense, and I wanted to make sure that was still a part of what BYU was doing, even if they wanted to play faster. There's no reason you can't play that kind of defense and play fast. 
And, and so I wanted to see that. I think uh, the addition of Gavin Baxter and Connor Harding have been good defensively. Connor's terrific on-ball defender, and, and Gavin's a, a shot blocker. And uh, you got Yoli back there who's a shot blocker as well, and TJ and Jashir. Jashir's a terrific defender. So I think that's really been pleasant to see. Now, offensively, it's been, it, it's been a little bit uh, – Harder to say that that, that, that I'm, I'm seeing what I want to see. What I do like the fact that they're getting out in transition, getting good shots in transition, scoring a lot of fast break points. I think this team is uh, well built for that. Obviously, the three-point issue will be a concern until it's not, and they, they shot a little bit better for a time in the last game, but it's still a real question mark. So uh, there's there's work to be done offensively, but but I like this team. I like the progression. I mean, obviously you start out at Nevada. That's that's a tough go. But then I kind of like how it's kind of building, and BYU's had a chance to the competition get better and better, and this week it'll get better tonight, and then it'll get better Saturday against Houston. And So you're kind of just kind of getting better and better as it goes, and then by the time you're, you're hitting some of the in-state opponents and some of your better games, uh, I think you're going to be ready for that. And that's what I'm, I'm hoping BYU's figuring out some things and will be at the top of their game when those games come. Lastly, I wanted to ask you about the college basketball game everybody's talking about right now, and that's uh, number three Gonzaga. Upsetting number one Duke, 89-87. Blue Devils had a chance to tie it up towards the end. Shot got blocked. Gonzaga holds on for the two-point win. It really is amazing how the this Bulldog team just reloads and not reloads at the same level. This this is a team that just continues to build and gets better and better. It's unbelievable. Well, Coach Few is a tremendous coach, and he's he's done a great job up there. And what he's got now, it's just, it's self-feeding because they have success. So guys that want to transfer from a big program that are good players they know they can go to gonzaga and have a great team and be really successful and get drafted in the nba i was watching sabonis play for indiana the other night they know that's a place they can go and 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 the nba will see them so it kind of builds upon itself and i think as long as fuse there that's going to be hard to 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 topple that but the other thing is they, they had some real experience in that game i was watching the game and the duke obviously has amazing players and zion and all that kind of stuff but uh but Gonzaga had a lot of experience. Those guys have played together a long time. And that, that usually will win games for you, even if maybe you're not as talented. But basically, they are, they're as talented as Duke. But they add that experience. That, that's a team that could go all the way. And I've thought that for a couple years now. And, and they just get better and better as they get better players. And it's, it's, it's just a juggernaut that is really hard to handle in your conference. But you're glad they're in your conference. But... It, it, it's tough it's to a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's tough to dethrone a team <laughs> like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, great stuff. Thanks for the time as always. We'll uh, give you a little bit of a break, and we'll hear you with Greg coming up in a few minutes. Hey, thanks, Jason. See yeah. you. See you later. That's Mark Durant, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we mentioned Gonzaga upsetting Duke. We'll kind of go into that a little bit more and other top 25 scores. We'll get to all that coming up on the other side. More Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. BYU and Rice coming your way in about 35 minutes. Tip off from the Marriott Center coming your way. We'll hand things over to Greg Rubel and Mark Durant coming up in just a few minutes. But let's update you on scores this Thanksgiving Eve. We'll start in the top 25. One, excuse me, two games 
currently going on. Make that three. That would be in the second half. Number 22, Buffalo leading Dartmouth, 81-53. to At the half, number 16, Clemson trailing at Creighton. Blue Jays with a 10-point lead, 45-35 again at halftime. That game being played in the Cayman Islands Classic. Tough work. Also, halftime uh, in the uh, NIT season tip-off, it's number two, Kansas taking on Marquette, and Marquette with the lead at 47-38 after 20 minutes. All right, to the finals. We mentioned this talking with Mark Durant. Big, big game in the Maui Invitational over in the islands. Number three, Gonzaga taking on number one, Duke. It was a really great game, really from start to finish. Gonzaga getting the upset, 89-87. Duke had an opportunity. They were driving Trying to tie the game up with seconds left. The shot was blocked. Gonzaga holds on for the two-point victory. They upset number one Duke, again, 89-87. to All right, also a final. Number five, Tennessee, defeats Louisville 92-81. to Number 10, Kentucky, on top of Winthrop, 87-74. to Number 25, Wisconsin, Takes care of business in the Bad Boy Mowers Battle for Atlantis. Love some of these names. They defeat Stanford 62-46. to Coming up a little bit later on tonight, number 15, Mississippi State, taking on St. Mary's in the MGM Resorts main event in Las Vegas. St. Mary's coming off a pretty remarkable loss to Utah State. The Aggies played a really good game and beat the Gales. Also later tonight, number 20, Iowa, taking on Alabama State. And number four, Virginia, hosting Middle Tennessee. Other games involving WCC teams tonight. Portland will be taking on South Carolina Upstate. San Francisco will be hosting Harvard. And LMU will be battling Central Connecticut. All right, in the NBA tonight, the Utah Jazz coming back from a five-game road trip in which they won two games. They'll be at Vivint Smart Home Arena tonight hosting the Sacramento Kings. Let's see if the Jazz can get back on track. Game's going on right now. The Charlotte Hornets with a 10-point lead over the Indiana Pacers, 79-69. The Philadelphia 76ers leading the New Orleans Pelicans by 10, 69-59. That game in the third quarter. Also, Raptors leading at Atlanta, 48-36. And the Boston Celtics at home. Boy, they are struggling. The Knicks, of all teams, lead Boston 59-35. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Up next, over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Basketball fans, welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah on this Thanksgiving Eve for Game 5 of the Cougars' six-game homestand. It's been a perfect run so far, four for four with wins over UVU, Northwestern State, Oral Roberts, and Alabama A&M. Up next, two visitors from Houston, Texas. Rice tonight and the Houston Cougars on Saturday. My name is Greg Grubel. I've got the play-by-play call tonight, joined as always by my pal and partner, the former Cougar forward Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, BYU's kind of been in that uh, take care of business mode since this homestand began. The Cougs were expected to win four games, and they've won four games. They'll be heavy favorites again here tonight before a top 50 team from Houston rolls in on the weekend. That'll be BYU's first chance since the Nevada season opener for a marquee win. As for tonight, it's just to get better and get the W. 
Yeah, when my wife was dating me, I mean, she liked what she saw out there, Greg, but she knew that there was a lot of areas that I could get a lot better. And she helped me. <laughs> she, she continues to help me get better in, in various areas. And that's what BYU for me is right now. I like what I'm seeing. I, I really like defensively. Rebounding has been a pleasant surprise for me. Uh, the, the kind of the, the assist to turnover ratio is fantastic. They're running up and down the floor. There's a couple things that I, I don't love. Obviously, the three-point shooting is the one that really smacks you in the face. And But uh, there's some young guys that are contributing. So, yeah, it's all about these last four or five games, all about just getting better and better. So when you do face those marquee teams, you'll have a better chance to beat them. And, you know, that starting out with Nevada was tough because you, you had, didn't have a chance to really get better. You just kind of thrown out there, and they quitted themselves pretty nicely. But, but yeah, it's going to be more exciting now as – they start to play some of these better teams to see really how good BYU is. All right, coming up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. BYU and Rice coming up here in the Marriott Center. Ten years to the day these teams last met on that night, November 21st, 2008. Jonathan Tavernari scored 18 points. Jimmer and Lee Kamard both had 13, and BYU picked up its 50th consecutive home win, 83-52 over the Owls. BYU's won the last three meetings in the series and has won five of seven meetings overall. Both losses came, by the way, in BYU's 1-25 campaign of 1996-97. Mark was spared that. Uh, the next season. Just, those are the games we vacated. Okay, those are the ones. <laughs> the next year, uh, <laughs> Coach Dave Rose came to Provo as part of the new BYU coaching staff, and uh, he's faced Rice uh, just the one time as the head coach back in 08, uh, two more times as a BYU assistant. Rice hailing from Houston, where Coach R- R- Rose played his high school basketball and the last three seasons, of course, of his college playing career. All right, tonight's pregame interview with Coach Rose presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you and this evening. The coach and the Cougs looking to keep things rolling with four wins in a row coming into tonight's game against Rice. And I think we're getting better. You know, it's, it's interesting to um, you know try to evaluate the, the teams that we're playing and, and uh, you know, how much of it is – you know, us actually executing better and doing better and maybe how much of it is um, the other team's still trying to figure out what they're doing. But I like the way that we're progressing, and, and that's what we'll go with. And I, uh, I like uh, uh, I like the timing of this next game here. We had a couple of days to kind of worry about ourselves, and then we got to be able to uh, prepare for um, for Rice yesterday. And now um, there's some good, there's some really good things here with this team. This is a much better shooting team than a couple of teams that have been in here. And so, um, I know defensively we've done a good job of rotating and getting back to to guys, but uh, th- this will be a real challenge because of the um, just the percentages that they shoot. They, there's, and there's a lot of guys out there that um, you know have green light and you know can shoot that three. They've got four guys shooting 44% or better from the arc right now. Yeah, and, and so, you know, that's that, that's where we start. We start with uh, our ability to stay in front of, you know, penetrators and then be able to – I think we can guard their stuff. Their their actions and, you know, what they do is pretty similar to a lot of the things that, that we do, and so we guard that every day. Uh, the issue will be once we – you know, once the ball's – kind of isolated and broke down and number three and number one can get that thing going towards the rim how are we going to get them stopped and get back to the shooters we'll see 
That number one you talk about is a transfer from TCU and uh, Josh Paris. Number three, uh, Aiko Adams is uh, a guy he's really leaning on, and he can do it all from that point guard position. Yeah, those two guys are, you, you know, they're they're they can score at all three levels. Um, you know, Parrish is a much better shooter than Adams, but um, you know, Adams can jump up there and stick it, and he's a real physical guy that can take you to the the glass. And so our guards are all going to have to be prepared. For, to guard all those guys, and we'll see what happens. Jack Williams is the guy we've seen, obviously, when he played at Utah State, I mean, uh, Long Beach State, and then he played at Pacific. Now he's at Rice. I think that might be the first guy that I've ever played three times uh, at three different schools. (laughs) But uh, he's a real – he's a great shooter, and he hasn't – his numbers aren't good from the three-point line uh, with Rice yet. But, uh, you know, his first game out, he had a double-double. So he's a guy that we have to deal with. And then the two freshmen – um, you know, Peterson is a guy who's hit six threes in yeah. the game the other day. Yeah. And uh, and then 42 inside is a guy that we're going to have to deal with to keep him off the glass, keep him away from the basket, make him make shots from, you know, somewhere between 9 and 12 feet. Okay. You're going to be the same way tonight to start, and uh, you probably get Gavin Baxter available again tonight, right? Yeah, Gav got to practice, uh, you know, yesterday and was and actually looked good. So we're, we're glad to have him back. and. We need to get him on the floor for a lot of reasons. One, he helps us defensively, especially his length is uh, is so unique to our team. Uh, but he just needs minutes. The more minutes he can play, the more comfortable he'll be, and the better he'll just keep getting. How do you feel about your early developing rotation right now? Well, I think that uh, you know what we're, what we kind of get right now is we're getting different guys uh, each night that are maybe playing a little bit better. But we haven't got some real consistency off the off the bench in that rotation, and so that, you know sometimes it just takes a little bit of time. So we'll continue to try to go with the guy that maybe is uh, is playing the best that night and see how that 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 uh, that develops. But we haven't got some real good help from the bench, and hopefully we can um, get a consistent performer every night and kind of you know improve our depth. You're not taking it for granted at all, but uh, Yoli Childs is now working on six straight double doubles, going back to his Stanford game last year. Yeah, and you know that's that's something I don't know if you uh, you know you can ever you take for granted, but it, it's something that you, where you start to really depend on his consistency, and and then wonder you know if if you know something breaks down there, how can you overcome it? But uh, the, the the most important thing right now is that he just continues to uh, you know to fit in in what we're doing, and that our guys you know. Uh, you know, make good use of him, and then he, you know, he's he, he's gonna he's gonna play a lot of minutes, and so he's got to be a guy that's ready to go every night. Two Houston schools this weekend. Quick turnaround. Yeah, this is, this is really kind of interesting. We played Rice. It's interesting enough. I was looking through the notes today. We played Rice ten years ago today. in here to the date. You know, <laughs> exactly. which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and I was telling our guys, some of our guys were, you know, maybe. 14, 13 at the time. Some were, you know, eight or nine at the time. But uh, and Lee was scoring points. Yeah, and Lee was scoring points. <laughs> uh, Lamont Morgan had a career high that yeah. night. JT had a huge night. But I, I, uh, I didn't know if we'd ever get Houston back in the building. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, for for um, you know my time here, we've been down there once, and yeah. and we'll play them here to, on Saturday, and then go back down there next year. So uh, that'll be interesting. Okay. Good luck tonight against uh, the Owls, and uh, we'll talk to you post game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar tip-off show is coming up next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Right, the BYU six-game homestand continuing tonight with the Rice Owls in town. Owls tonight, turkeys tomorrow. As we wish our Cougar Nation listening audience all the best during this holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you for tonight's call. And we're thankful to our broadcast colleagues tonight. Our statistician, BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator, Cole Wissinger. And our coordinating producer, Terry South. We're also grateful to have fans listening in on the BYU Sports Network, the new skin, BYU Sports Network via BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio 89.1 FM HD2, and KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM, plus network affiliates and multiple streaming options and the BYU Men's Basketball Podcast for the on-demand archives. Well, Mark, BYU certainly off to a solid start. A 4-1, and one, a win tonight would give the Cougars their best six-game start in five seasons if they can get to 5-1 and one tonight. And the way the WCC has started this year, the Cougars just trying to keep pace with a number of good WCC teams. Of course, the Zags are always the Zags. They beat Duke today, but it's not just Gonzaga this season. LMU, San Diego, San Francisco, Francisco, St. Mary's all with good national numbers early. That can't be true, Greg. I've been uh, told on on high authority that the league can't be any good because of the small gyms and stuff. So that uh, that conflicts with everything I've been taught about the West Coast Conference. No, it's a great conference, and uh, I've been really impressed, obviously, with LMU. But the San Diego, I think, has been terrific. They ha- had a nice win over, what, Colorado the other night. And uh, St. Mary's, I thought, well, maybe they've rebounded, and then they get drilled by Utah State. And then I thought, well, maybe Utah State's really good. you got to play them, too. I don't yeah. know what to think about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good to see the league doing well. Obviously, Gonzaga is the, the, the flag bearer for the league. But I, I think everyone's trying to step up their game to to, to make make it known that they belong. And it's a good conference. And as a conference, it can uh, compete with any, any conference out there. All right, coming up, my conversation with Rice head coach Scott Para as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubel. BYU and Rice coming up. The head coach of the Owls is Scott Perra. Now in his second season as head coach, he returns just one starter from last year's squad. Eight newcomers on the roster. His go-to guy is point guard Aiko Adams, averaging 15 points, four assists per game for Pacific Power Forward. Jack Williams, a grad transfer, you know his game. As for tonight's game, I chatted with Coach Perra a short time ago for his pregame perspective and recollections of his last trips to this part of the country. Well, actually, a few times because when I coached the Arizona State, I recruited uh, Utah uh, various players. Some that ended up going to BYU, some went to Utah, some went to other places. Uh, I was also here in this uh, arena one other time when we played here when I was assistant at Arizona State, I believe, in 2010. How about with, uh, with Coach Rose or knowing his teams or style of play? Well, I mean, I respect what he's done. I've known him for years. Uh, he's done an incredible job here over the years he's been here. Obviously, their home record speaks for itself. Uh, he's another veteran team with quality players, and it'll be a formidable task here tonight. Yeah. How do you like your five-game start so far? You know, I've been, I've been encouraged. You know, we've scheduled some very tough road games, playing at Penn and Houston, where it's your NCAA teams last year, playing at BYU, and then going to Wichita State. Uh, the next step for us is trying to find a way to win a tough road game, but hopefully all this makes us uh, you know, tougher and more experienced come league play. Shooting the ball pretty well right now? Yeah, you know, if we get the right guys the right shots, uh, I, I feel like we can shoot it. Uh, we, the key to, one of the keys for us tonight is to have the patience to get the right shot. 
Okay. Uh, go-to guy would be Aiko Adams for you guys. Uh, your starting point guard, who is a scoring point guard? Well, yeah, I mean, the ball's in his hands, uh, obviously, a lot, and he's a very good shooter. Uh, as long as he picks his spots, he's also best through the last two games. He's had 13 assists over two games, which also makes me happy because that means other guys are making shots, too. How quickly have all the newcomers assimilated here through the first few weeks? Yeah, I think they've done a really good job. You know, we spent a t- uh, some time over in Spain this summer, had some extra practices in July, so I felt good, good going into the preseason with them at least being acclimated a little bit, and now five guys are playing 10 or more minutes a game uh, as freshmen, so and that's going to continue. How useful was that overseas trip to you in terms of uh, results and outcomes and chemistry? Uh, it was tremendous. I mean, just to get the opportunity to play together um, you know, and practice together and travel together and get to know each other, I think it gave us a head start on the preseason practice, and uh, you know, hopefully uh, the team will continue to grow week by week. On my spotting, spotting board here, the red numbers represent all the guys who had career highs in their last game, and there were a lot of them against Northwestern State. Yeah, you know, it was one of those second halves where we just had it going. Um, but, you know, I, I think I've seen that happen in practice at times, and we got to find a consistency, a consistent level of play, and hopefully we can play well tonight. You have a guy on your team who's played against BYU and in this building a few times. Yeah, Jack uh, has been our kind of sounding board to the guys <laughs> about how tough it is to play here, how ready you need to be, and how well you need to play to beat them. Okay. Uh, I, I look at uh, someone like uh, Quentin Malora Brown, who has a 21-point game in his last outing. Is that the tip of the iceberg for him? Is that as good as he can play? What do you hope he becomes? Well, he got a lot of easy opportunities, but he plays very hard. You know, he's a talented young kid who picks things up very quickly and uh, practices the right way and has the right attitude. So he's got a very high ceiling. I don't know how many more 21 and 8s he'll have this year, but I'm all for it. I hope right he on. continues. What style of play? Uh, what style of game might we expect here tonight? Well, I think if if we get going how we want to play. I think the game can get up and down pretty good because I know they can push the ball. They have multiple guys who can shoot it. They obviously have an All-American down the low post. You know, we're going to have to find some ways to get some stops and some rebounds, but we want to play up and down. Okay, this is game one of a three-game road, uh, road set for you, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, you know, three three different challenges. We can only worry about tonight, do the best we can tonight. And like I said, for us, we're a program trying to build, and we just want to make sure we find growth in tonight's game, and hopefully that means the outcome will be in our favor, but either way, I want to show see growth. Coach, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Safe travels. Happy holidays. Same to you guys. Thank you very much. All right, that is Rice head coach Scott Perra. And time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. We're going with some more BYU basketball trivia tonight. Zach Selyus has opened the season with at least one three-pointer in all five games. Good to see that Zach's shot looks to be back. Who holds the BYU record for most consecutive games with a three-pointer? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Rice tipping it off. Snap to the top of the hour here in Provo as the Men Against Breast Cancer Cougar Cup continues. The final game of this uh, multi-team event coming up Saturday with the Houston Cougars here at the Marriott Center. Time now for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. Zach Selyus has opened the season with at least one three-pointer in all five games. Who holds the BYU record for most consecutive games with a three-pointer? I'm going to go away from my standard Jimmer Chase Fisher response because <laughs> I think I remember Nick having a streak. I'm going with Nick Emery. He's on the roster. He'll be on the floor in a couple of weeks. Nick Emery, 32 consecutive games with a three-pointer. The record holder is part of this year's team. We'll see him soon enough, and that is You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mine. 
Time for a final break. Our closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. Tip-off of BYU and Rice coming up after this. You've been listening to the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.